ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show in the history of the earth and the history of shows. I'm Caleb Griffin. I'm Evan Lytle. And welcome to Two Nerds on a Boat That that We we Don't don't own. Own. few things to talk about today but first and foremost as always evan how you been buddy i've been good man yeah um taking it easy right 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 i mean just like chilling and going to the gym i don't have work till friday it's like the only day i work this week so that was cool nice fourth of july happened that was fun fireworks and stuff i was at a friend's house when we were shooting like the bottle rockets and so, like, we had, like, four, right? Right. And three of them lit. And one of them, one shot early, and it knocked another one, and it shot towards where the guy's grandparents were sitting. We're like, we just killed his grandparents. <laughs> and they just, like, got up and walked inside. We're like, see you later. How we thought, you- dude, I straight thought we killed one of them. It just... And so, that was fun. I was like, I'm going to have to leave now because yeah. I don't want to be held accountable. I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. I um, heard that. All the fireworks shows, yeah, festivities, all that. Nice. Uh, Stranger Things Volume Two came out. Watched that. Been watching The Boys and Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And watched a couple movies lately. Yeah, we same. went and saw Minions. Dressed up for that one. Yep, sure did. Before it got banned. But yeah, that's so stupid. Like, you're gonna literally allow people to dress up, man. Like, what's the big deal? I don't get why it's against the rules for people to. Mm. That doesn't make sense to me. I but, saw those just because, like, they're being, like, kind of obnoxious at the end, like, clapping and cheering, but it's, like, so, it's the end of the movie, you know? Like, nobody, not, like, I people were walking out. When I know? was watching Elvis, there were people clapping in the middle of the movie for Elvis. Yep. No one said anything. I watched that one, and the theater room was, like, full of elderly people. Yeah, same. And they started playing, like, the rap music. I was like, dude, I, I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest, one of these people is about to walk out yeah. when, like, Doja Cat came on. I was like, this is going to be kind of funny to watch. Crap. When he was supposed to sing as the new Elvis and like the sheriff told him, yeah. as long as you don't wiggle a finger, he did the pinky thing. There was like four people in my theater just. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. I was very impressed with Austin Butler's performance. Oh, yeah. I thought if there was going to be anything that made that movie bad, it was going to be him. But he was well casted for sure. Very impressed. Most, most of them are mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, uh, Rami Malik as Freddie Mercury was great. Yeah. Uh, Taron Egerton as Elton John, Elton John was good. That was a great movie. And yeah. Austin Butler was good. As Elvis. And honestly, I think for me, it goes Bohemian Rhapsody because that one's just top tier. Mm-hmm. Elvis, then Rocketman because I was crazy about Rocketman. I would, about I Rocket would agree Man. with you on that one. Mm-hmm. And then the Whitney Houston one's coming out. I, was, yeah. I think I'll watch it. But yeah, so just been pretty chill lately. Yeah, same. Uh, I worked Monday and Tuesday. I uh, got off tomorrow for, you know, Thor, Love, Love and Thunder. Thunder. Yep. Uh, Colton tried to get me to come to the lake, and I was like, nah. nah, I can't do it. Thor, Love and Thunder. And he was like, dang it, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, um, super hyped up for Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm it comes so out tomorrow. That, man. 
Yeah. In case you guys don't know, today is Wednesday, July 6th. Tomorrow is Thursday, July 7th, premiere of Thor, Love, and Thunder. And you're probably going to get two episodes in back-to-back days because, I don't know, after the movie, are you coming here to pot- talk about it? For sure. That's what I want. that one's... Yeah. I'm going to watch Ragnarok tomorrow. Yeah. Just because the director, Taika Waititi, is so... Mm-hmm. He's just... He's so cool. Yeah. When you just watch his interviews, he's just like a fun guy to watch. But he also, he really brought the fun to Marvel with Ragnarok. He really did, man. And so that's why I'm excited. Because, you know, like we've talked about multiple times, like Marvel's just kind of in this mezzone zone right now. It's like kind of good, kind of bad, kind of yep. good. Like, but I think Love and Thunder is going to knock that up some. I think it's probably going to be, as of 2022, the best superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, But also, there's not a whole lot coming that out. That includes well, the Batman. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Evan's got to rethink his statement. Well, superhero. Okay. okay Batman's true. just a hero. You, you, sure, <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> gosh, man, I've walked into that one. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, but I think yeah. it's going to be really good. I agree. Based on the reviews that are already out, it's like in between Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home. Comparing it to like Marvel movies, that I've been, in terms of reviews, yeah, I've been looking I mean, at, I know it's and I and I can see that after being there. Uh, Endgame, of course, because yeah, it already tells that. Well, not Tom here. I'm talking about review. Oh, review. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's they're saying it's well, better. I mean, honestly, than, I don't think it. Like I like Shang Chi better than Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I did too. Shang Chi was way better than Multiverse. And no Way Home was definitely better. Yeah, like, and I've said it like No Way Home's kind of died down for me a bit, but I still just like I like it more than. Multiverse of Madness. I just wanna... yeah, way better. Yeah, so, No Way Home to me is still the best MCU movie to date, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, I think Thor: Love and Thunder is definitely gonna beat Multiverse of Madness. I have high expectations for it, and I expect to walk out with a grin. Sp- yeah, just absolute cheesing. Yeah, um, I'm so excited for gore, man. Oh yeah, so dude. excited for gore. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. So what a guy! Yeah, this movie it better be very very good. But we got to talk about it too. Yeah, we do got to. And talk the hope set is good. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we get in any more into Thor: Love and Thunder, we can talk about theories we have, hopes we have, stuff like that. Let's get in. You want to get into some news? There's not a lot. There's really one big news story that's been breaking that you told me about. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. all right well the first big piece of news and really like the only big piece of news we have is chris pratt coming out with some scary statements Mm -hmm. statements that kind of make a grown man want to cry especially a grown man that is a chris pratt fan such as myself um evan was the first person to share uh this news with me and I will pull up the post Evan sent me. And then after Evan sent me this post, I went and saw it it's a couple of other places. But um, Chris Pratt says franchises are over, and hence he's about to leave the MCU. Feeling of closing out a chapter of sorts, so it's a little bittersweet in a sense. Chris Pratt is not a guy who lies. When he says something... It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we've heard, he's paid to lie, of yeah. course, to protect right. secrets of movies. Mm-hmm. And 
we've already heard James Gunn say this will be the last time, well, in cl- terms of Guardians 3, it'll be the last time we see this group together. So it's possible we have Thor Love and Thunder, and we have Guardians 3, and that is it for Star-Lord and Chris Pratt and the MCU. Yep. And that makes me want to, you know, cry. How are you feeling, Evan? How are you feeling? It's very sad, but like... Yeah. You got time. You got a little bit of time. About a year or so, maybe. No, not even... Not even a year. Guardians 3 comes out this year? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. As long as they do it right. But it's tricky because this is supposed to introduce Adam Warlock, who's a you know, pivotal player in the uh, Guardians universe. For sure. And so how are you going to do that while getting rid of the Guardians? Or at least Star-Lord and probably Gamora. Yeah, I mean... They already kind of got rid of Gamora, but they brought her back. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're, like I rewatched... I didn't rewatch, but I was just, like, sitting there thinking about Endgame. Yeah. Because, like, I guess I didn't have anything better to do. Because that's not a movie I find myself thinking about a lot. But I was sitting there, I was like, you know, there's some kind of... Like, how is there... Why is Gamora still allowed to be alive? And like all those stones that Cap put back, like it just seems like irregularities and like mishaps, yep. these little loopholes that Marvel's like shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but they do. They got them. Uh, gotta I mean, give the fans what they want, even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. How did that work out for you, Multiverse of Madness? Yep. It didn't. I'm I sorry. still believe that they just, if they had scrapped all of uh, the Illuminati and just put Superior Iron Man. It would have been Wanda the same would have thing. been dead, <laughs> dude. Uh, that's not important. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I brought it up. I was just still angry. Go ahead. Gosh, but I don't. I mean, like, I know some people don't like just Chris Pratt, but like everybody likes Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Just political differences aside, just like the character. He's fun. He's a great character. Uh, so it's kind of like it's kind of sad to see him going, but like. Mm-hmm. If he wants to go do other projects and you know being kind of tied to marvel projects holds him back you know good for him to go try out his own thing i just want to see how they're gonna like close off the character i don't want him to die on a yeah if they way. kill him i'm walking out yeah um guardians was just one of those ones that nobody saw and it just changed the game it really did i mean no one expected it to do what it did um and it ended up being such a success and Man, it's it's sad to think he might be out of the MCU. I mean, Chris Pratt is my favorite actor, you know, to date. Everything I've seen him in has been great, um, or at least good. Um, Have you watched his Terminal List show? Not yet, but I want to. I do, too. Uh, on prom? Yeah. I started looks, uh, Reacher. Yeah, Reacher's very good. Yeah. I love Reacher. Um. I have to watch Terminal List, though. It looks very good. Did you see The Tomorrow War? I did watch that, that one. Was I like that one. That was a great movie. Yeah, I mean, Chris Pratt is just doing great things, man. And Mario will be coming out soon. And... <laughs> that one kind of like went quiet. Like, people yeah. were like, what? And then just like... It was like, like such yeah, a big Chris deal. Chris Pratt's that... going to be Mario. And then like they just didn't say anything or trailer or nothing. They're just like... <laughs> yeah. Um, Sonic 3 is going to be out before Mario. I don't know if that's true, but... It's just—it's so scary to me. Like, it's one of those things that kind of like brings me down about Thor: Love and Thunder, just because I'm having to go into it thinking this could be one of the last times I see Chris Pratt, or even MCU. Chris Hemsworth. Even yeah, for I, real, I would be very sad. Chris Hemsworth has said he doesn't want to leave the MCU already, but it's possible, for sure, that they're yeah. ready to move on from like Marvel itself is ready to move on. 
from you know the Thor arc, and Gore is definitely the villain that could kill him, and you know, which is just scary. Like, because I'm so hyped for this movie, yeah. And like, even if they kill him, I can't say that I'd walk out, or I, I would say it, but like, I would still sit there because like, what's like, how are they gonna avenge him? In credit scene, like all that stuff. Yeah. It. If Natalie Portman stays alive and Chris Hemsworth doesn't, I'll be very upset. But if Natalie Portman dies and Chris Hemsworth stays alive, I'll be okay. If they both stay alive, I'll still be okay. Yeah. I already thought Natalie Portman was dead, so it works out. It's definitely interesting that they're bringing Jane back, like mm-hmm. after all this time. They're just like, oh yeah, here she is. She's back. Um, but yeah, all of this stuff just ties into Thor Love and Thunder and it kind of worries me, but I still think the movie's going to be great regardless of what happens with the actors outside of the film. I still think the film itself is going to be very good. I mean, a movie with Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and Christian Bale, it's pretty hard to mess up, you mm-hmm. know? And Russell Crowe. And Russell Seriously? Yeah, that's Gladiator, dude. Yeah, he's playing Zeus. I did not know that. Yeah, you can't. He's put on some. He's put on a lot of weight. Yeah. actually. If you look at him now in Gladiator, but for sure. I mean, if you're rich, just might as well do what you yeah. love. Like, why stay fit after you? Look at Chris Pratt. Yeah. I mean, one day that dude is you know chubby and living it up on the beach. The next day that dude is chiseled. I mean, and still living it up. And on still the living beach. it up on the beach. Anyway, he Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah. Hollywood's biggest couple for sure. Yeah. Anyways, um, want to talk about what do you want to talk about first? Minions, Elvis, or um, Obi Wan or Miss Marvel? Hmm. Well, I figure we're behind on Obi Wan, so yeah. we can knock that out of the way and just then just do it. our reviews of sure. Elvis and Minions and Miss Marvel, I guess. Yep, Obi Wan sucks. Um, that's my consensus, if that's the right word. Um. It just makes me so mad, dude, because there was one great scene in the entire show, and everything else just really sucked. Um, You know, it was cool seeing half a Christian, or half a Hayden Christensen, and uh, half of, like, and, like, his Darth Vader mask chopped off. Like they did in uh, Rebels when he mm -hmm. fought Ahsoka. That was really cool, and seeing, like, hearing, like, his voice mixed with the Darth Vader filter, and that fight scene was really cool, but... And the dialogue's really cool. Mm-hmm. I really, like, I got yeah. chills when he was like, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. Yeah. That was the one great scene in that show, and everything else about that show sucked. And I wasn't even really crazy about, the, like, the whole, like, final fight. Mm-hmm. Like, there were, like, some moments, and then there were some parts where it was kind of like, okay. I don't know what, like, I feel like this might just be me, but, like, the lightsabers felt, like, stiff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. I was expect like a lot. I was expecting a lot better choreographed con- combat with the lightsabers for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, you already knew he was gonna live. Mm-hmm. I didn't think both of them had to live. Yeah, I didn't think uh, Liam Neeson was gonna come back because he said the only because he said in an interview the only reason he'd come back to Star Wars is if he got like a big screen moment, like a whole movie. So seeing him in the show was like a shocker. But it was also kind of like it just felt I was like about it just it. felt out of place. Like it was just kind of like, okay, you know, like I thought, like if any scene would have brought him in it, I thought it would have been when he's like trapped under all the rocks and Qui Gon would have talked to him. 
But no, he's just, he's finally going to show up after he's fought Darth Vader. It makes me so mad, dude, because I my thought was like this whole show is going to be about him, about Obi-Wan like trying to reconnect with Qui-Gon. Yeah. And then we just see him at the end for like a split second. I'm like, there was really no need for him to even be in the show at yeah. all. And Which I love Liam Neeson and I love Qui-Gon, but you know what I mean. Like, Yeah. And then Reva's arc was the stupidest arc I think I've ever seen in Star Wars. I mean, it was it was the whole show. <laughs> it really was. I mean, it's man, just, it's so funny because like people now they're like calmed down, but they're still just like they've calmed down over the actress, but they're like this character is so pointless. Like, why would you pointless. not have just yeah. given us a Kenobi and Vader show? Like, why did you have you to? Because, like, I've kind of, at first, I was like, okay, this actress just sucks. Yeah. And I still think she's not a good actress, but at the same time, the character also sucked. It, the writing for the character was bad. The story for the character was bad. There doesn't, there didn't need to be a Reva. Um, yeah. I think they're just, essentially, they're just trying too hard to do, like, what Fallen Order did. Yeah. But it's really hard to do that because Fallen Order is, like, perfect. Perfect. Star Wars content. Mm-hmm. And like they actually did an Inquisitor story really well because it was focused on a whole new character, and so they didn't have to do any tie-ins. Yep. And this was a show that was like, oh, they succeeded with an Inquisitor. Let's try that, and they flopped because it was like this character is just annoying. And I don't get how like the whole the whole plot line is that like if someone has enough hatred or wants revenge so badly, then yeah, they can withstand a lightsaber. <laughs> gut wound i'm like that's not no how the freak the inquisitor had to have for canon purpose yeah ref was a little padawan how does she have enough like hatred inside of her to withstand just getting gut shotted by anakin and then get and then healing and doing it again um i don't know man and the fact that she's still alive makes me mad like i thought she's gonna kill herself honestly and i've been okay with that but I don't know. What there was no reason she had to go after Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and um, I also that was so forced, like, man. Like that was. So I mean, it forced. was funny though. Like getting out of it, just Aunt uh, Baru. Like we've got to run, and she just pulls out a musket. We're gonna fight because <laughs> I did not see that coming. I was like, that's just funny. The show was bad, man. It makes me so mad because I was. We were so hyped for it. I know. I mean. And the show is just such a letdown. I mean, it's such a letdown. I don't know what else to say about it. I'm just so, I'm highly disappointed. And I'm ready for Thor Love and Thunder because honestly, all the latest like superhero con- nerd content we've gotten has really just not been that good. Other than like, and it's crazy that I'm saying this other than Miss Marvel. We really have I not liked Miss Marvel, but it's like content. I was just telling you like, yeah, episodes four and five where she goes to like Pakistan. Mm-hmm. I just haven't really paid attention to. Yeah, but that's just on me. Like my attention split between like just scrolling through social media or games, and then like looking up and kind of catching the important moments. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, nice. Yep. Although today I did actually have to pay attention because like they're speaking uh, Arabic or whatever. I mean, I'd hate to assume, but I'd hate, I'd hate to be incorrect as well. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever language they were speaking, they did like the subtitles for it. So I kind of had to read. So I made sure I knew what they were talking about. Right. But it's like, it's a fun watch. 
Sure. It feels kind of John Watts-esque, I guess. Just a teen with superpowers. Yeah. Um, Speaking of teen with superpowers, I'm excited for Spider-Man freshman year. Oh, yeah. Whenever that comes out. Whenever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to bring that up. I don't know why. You said John Watts. And yeah. It's like, you know, Spider-Man. And, you know, John Watts walked away from the Fantastic Four project. Yep. Makes me mad because I think that had to do with Multiverse of Madness. Um, gosh, well, I just had it. I forgot. Yeah, it's okay. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I'm, I don't even remember what it was in reference to. Somewhere Spider Man, I think. Probably. Um, you want to get into uh, Minions or Elvis next? Let's do. I don't know. Minions is like the new one. It's got all the hype. Yeah. But we watched that one first, then we watched Elvis. Well, me and you didn't watch Elvis together. Yeah. We watched it separately. I saw it last yeah. night. I say we do Elvis first. Okay. And then we can end on Minions because it was the greatest movie of all time. Of all time. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So, Elvis. Elvis. Elvis, man. That was a sad story, dude. Gosh, dude. That's I so never would have thought that I've hated Tom Hanks. Oh that was God, awful, dude. man. I, I knew like Elvis had like a very like, like a huge conflict in yeah. his life between like, like superstar life and family life, and I knew he had like bad drug problems and stuff. But I never knew there was like a guy controlling him yeah. like that. I had no idea it was anything like that, and that it was so sad, man. Uh, I mean, all he wanted to do, man, was go international. Yeah, he, he never got that. To. Was his dream, man. He just wanted to see the world and. You know, and he could have. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was manipulated so yeah. easily. I know. And lost his wife. And for some, I was sitting there the whole time. I knew he got divorced, but I thought he like remarried, but he didn't. And I was sitting there. I was like, "Did he ever have a second wife?" And I had to look it up. I was like, "Okay, he didn't." Mm-mm. But I, for some reason, I just thought he did. Yeah. I wonder if, like, the Colonel dude actually talked like that or if that was just a choice made by Tom Hanks. Dude, I'm not even going to lie. That's a movie that I'd rather watch, like, at home with, like, subtitles. Just because yeah. of all the thick accents, I couldn't catch, like, everything that was being said. I was just like, yeah. I have no idea what they just said. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I would assume that's not 100% accurate, but as accurate. Yeah. As they can be, with taking some liberties, uh, but it's, it's a sad story. It's such a sad after, story. Like man. it's like I told you, like after Vegas or once they kind of like hit Vegas, it kind of like slows down, and you just see like how his whole life's getting controlled. Yeah, it just like sucks. It's, I don't. It's astonishing, like how easily he was manipulated, and even when people yeah. were telling him, like. Hey, this, you know. This is not a good dude. Yeah. I think my favorite scene, though, or one of my favorites was for sure when he uh, when he calls him out, when he's on stage, he's like, yeah. there's rumors of him being an alien. Because <laughs> that, like, uh, Colonel, like, Tom Parker or whatever, that's not a real person. Like, he mm-hmm. was a. He was a, yeah, yeah. no one knew his name. Like, well, they had said it when he was in, like, the wall room. Yeah. And they were like, what are you trying to hide? And it was like some like German name. It sounded yeah. like he had no country. Like he wasn't a citizen yeah. of any country. 
And that's why he wouldn't let Elvis go international. Yeah. Um, that was just such a sad story, man. Because Elvis, like, even to this day, is one of the most. Oh yeah, if it not says the most. At the end, like, yeah, he is the single handedly like. He's, he's the, sold like the most records, like a yeah. single person. Like he's the king of rock and roll for yeah. a reason, and he definitely could have made it without that guy. And, oh yeah. I mean, that guy just wanted to make him into like a show, not even like a musician. It was know? just a jerk move when he like pulled out his like little notepad thing. He's like, "All right, this is how much he owes me." It's what? Like huge. He went. He went all the way to the gas for yeah. the first tour he went on with Hake Snow. It was dollar twenty five. Dude, awful. imagine. I mean, dollar twenty five. Gosh. So many times, if he could have just like he could have just walked away, you know. But. Yep. I feel like the thing that was like the most inconsistent though was probably like the aging process. Mm-hmm. Cause like Elvis hits like 40 and like the Colonel still looks like the same as the beginning. Gosh. I uh, hope we're still recording. We are. Sorry about that, folks. We were um, interrupted. Yeah, we were. Anyways, yeah, the aging process, I agree. Yeah. However, and he still made it to 93, mm-hmm. 1993. I don't know the actual age that he made it yeah. to. Yeah. Um, I thought altogether Austin Butler's performance was very, very good. I think very, if he doesn't win good. an Oscar, he's always going to get nominated. Yeah, that was an incredible performance for sure. And the um, scene, gosh, dude, the music was just. The music was fantastic. His performances, man. and he had like the actual just songs in the background, which I yeah. like the kind of mix of rap. The only one I really liked the most was uh, when he was going to like BB King's club. I think it was mm-hmm. Denzel Curry. I was like, that one actually sounds really cool. Yeah, I love how they got someone to be Little Richard and yeah. someone to be BB King and all that. And I really liked um, uh, kind of how they mixed like the gospel and the blues together yeah. to kind of show Elvis got his sound and you know, it was that whole that first thing was really cool to me. Like the whole. He's when he's a kid, he's mm-hmm. like he's listening to guitar and he hears the church. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a cool scene. Um I wonder if Tupelo, Mississippi really looked like that back in the day. Because that Maybe. wasn't that wasn't too too long ago, about a little less no. than a hundred years. I was I mean. sitting there and thinking about it. This is off topic, kind mm-hmm. of. But like my dad was watching the first Jurassic World and I was like, you know, it's crazy to think that like these dinosaurs didn't get their names until like somewhere in the 1900s yeah when like archaeologists discovered it and started naming it because it just sounds so like foreign or like from a long time ago it's like yeah those names are actually fairly recent mm-hmm. that's cool that's cool to think about yeah and so it was kind of like an elvis range just looking at it like that's not too long ago which means we've either made some super improvements or <laughs> Yeah, it didn't really look like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, in terms of the movie, Austin Butler, like, well, I'll say the costume design and like the makeup crew, they did a good job of making him mm-hmm. look older oh, and yeah. a lot more like Elvis as the thing went on. Yeah, but very, very good movie and very sad story for sure. I think the only thing I wasn't crazy about was like right there at the beginning when it was like. He's real, like all the just the way it was put together with him as a kid, and like all the flashiness of it. It was just, mm-hmm. it wasn't my. Yeah, there were some like director choices I wouldn't have made, like how they kind of like tied it all together. Yeah, 
and stuff, I would have just kept it pretty much in order. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew the idea was for it to be told by the colonel's kind of point of view. Right. But, like, right there at the beginning where he's just – I don't really know how to describe it, but it was just mm-hmm. – I didn't really care for it. Yeah. Oh, that's Elvis, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I mean, I love the story of, like, how he wrote that. I can't remember the name of the song, but when, like, JFK had been shot. and Oh, yeah. He's supposed to do Christmas I like that special. Whole word there, where he's like, "Where's the, where's the sweater and all that?" Yeah, like, uh, cut to lights. It's like they just completely ignore him. I was like, "Those are the good guys." Yeah, for sure. That's not supposed to be in the special. Yeah. make sure that's in the special. Yeah, it's like uh, we're gonna cut that out of the special. Make sure that we put that. Yeah, in the special. that reminds me of the line in the new Top Gun movie where, uh, it's like, "We're keeping them at five hundred feet." Is that up for discussion, sir? Or can, can I request a change to that, sir? No, you cannot. And he puts an envelope down. What is this? Request to change the yeah. sir. Speaking of Tom Cruise and trailers that we saw in Elvis, Mission oh, in, new Mission new, Impossible. Yeah. I did not know they were making And it's a part it's one. It's a part one. Two more Mission Impossible um, movies. How long How longer can they keep going? Yeah, I saw, I don't know. I think I saw that when I went to watch Top Gun, but I haven't seen it mm-hmm. since. Like Rogue Nation part one, not Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation was yeah, two. That's already Mission one of them, yeah. mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Something dead. Set the, yeah. Something I don't know. Because uh, it's the same with like Into the Spider-Verse. Like, it's kind of relieving that they're already telling you it's a part one, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, why? Just wrap it up. Not Spider-Man, not, but just yeah. the idea of the part one and stuff. I will say they need to wrap up Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. I think they took it as far as they could. They should have stopped. I'm not going to say they should have stopped after um, Ghost Recon because the one after Ghost Recon was Rogue Nation. And Rogue Nation is one of my favorite Mission Impossible movies. It was really, really good. Fallout was not very good. Um, Fallout's one with Henry Cavill, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I do think they should wrap it up. But if it's good, I ain't going to complain. Yeah. I think there's already like a revealed scene of Tom Cruise already doing a stunt where he's hanging on to a, uh, it's an airplane, but it's not like last time. It's one of those like has the wings on top and the wing on bottom and the mm-hmm. like, yeah. And he's like holding on to one. I'm like that guy just doesn't care. He's just risking yeah. his life. He's ready, man. He's done like, all he I feel can like do. low key. He's like trying to die <laughs> doing yeah. this stunt. He's just like. What's the craziest one I can do? What's the craziest thing I can do? Yeah, I know. I know. In like an interview, he was like one of the uh, one of the safety hazard guys was like, "You can't do that stunt." And so they're like, "Well, it's in the movie. So how'd you get it?" It's like, "Well, I fired that guy and hired a new one." <laughs> I was like, "Dang." Man, um, another trailer that I saw during uh, Elvis Black Adam. I'm I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I think DC is kind of on a hot run right now. Mm-hmm. They're doing good. Their last uh, two movies have been yeah. very good. Think, Suicide Squad and Batman. Yeah. I think Black Adam is going to be good. Yeah. I don't know what the deal with like the actual Flash movie is now with all the stuff that Ezra Miller's mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I hope they don't scrap it. But at the same time, you know, like no one's going to go watch it if it's still Ezra Miller because they don't want to support it's like weird weirdo. Yeah, and no one's gonna watch. That's true. No one's gonna watch Aquaman if Amber Heard's still in it because nope. everybody's Team Johnny Depp. So because Amber like, Heard sucks. It's like Black Adam's gonna peak, and then those two are just kind of like iffy. Yeah, I do have. I do not know like anything about Black Adam. Um, 
Is he that powerful as the trailer's making him out oh, to be? Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah, he, okay. I mean, he goes toe-to-toe with most of the Justice League. Hmm. I did not. If not all the not all at once, but like he could yeah. take them all individually. Because, like, I'm looking at the trailer, and I'm like, is this dude actually, like, this powerful? And can he, like, catch a rocket and yeah. nothing happened to him apparently so i, I, I mean shazam I could too yeah it's just like shazam's kind of the kid-based one this one's kind of the teen but they're yeah. gonna mix eventually if yeah. not in that one mm-hmm. i'm excited to see uh sure. pierce brosnan as dr fate his helmet looks so cool yeah hawkman looks kind of goofy i'm not gonna lie like at first i was like oh dude he looks cool and then whenever i rewatch it i'm like i don't know it's yeah <laughs> But I'm excited just to see, like, heroes don't kill people. And he just looks at him. I do. Yeah, but there's also, fun. like, an obvious villain. So yeah. that's what's kind of disappointing with, like, most, like, villain-based movies. Like, Venom, you know, Morbius, uh, Peacemaker, the right. show. Like, they're all bad guys. But, like, these movies are supposed to kind of make them, like, anti-heroes. Yeah. But it's, like, their first appearances. So it's, like, you're already making... A like historically comic book villain, like everybody knows them as a villain. They're, you're already making them into an anti-hero in yeah. their first like live action solo yeah. film. I know Spider-Man the animated series did that with Morbius too. They try to show him as a yeah. good guy, and then the whole well, vampire thing. He's kind of like like the lizard. Like they're just like. They don't mean to be evil, and then they, they just they kind are. of are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Morbius is a cool character, though. I hate that the movie was so yeah. bad. Yeah, um, it is what it is, though. I don't know how the Sony Disney, and I don't know how the Spider Man thing's gonna work out in the future. But I think it's still, we'll see. Because it's it's a win win. I was reading about it earlier. Like Sony, you know, they get the licenses to this and majority of the money. But Disney gets used Spider Man, so like it's a it's a yeah. win win. True. But yeah. I'm trying to think. I feel like there was another trailer I saw during Elvis that I watched. Did you see Super Pets? Yes. I do uh, I'll watch it because yeah. it just looks like a fun film and Keanu Reeves is voicing Batman. So And score. The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. I will definitely go see it, but you know. Dude, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but when you said Keanu Reeves was voicing Batman, it reminded me of that Teen Titans Go episode where they kept trying to blow up Batman. He just oh yeah, kept fight. he was in the and Batmobile, then the, he that's got a the movie. Fight. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, this guy's just unstoppable. There is no stopping the Batman. Yep. And then he had rollerblades. Yeah, <laughs> it just kept going. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know why that made me think of that, but. Anyways, you ready to get on to Minions? I believe so. We talked about the sadness yeah. that is Elvis. Let's talk about the happiness that is Minions. I know. So Minions, man. The Rise of Gru. The Rise of Gru. Wasn't it just such a great movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Very funny. It wasn't even as funny as I thought it was going to be, but the plot was very good, so I was okay with it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was... I think it was about as funny as the other ones. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the first Minions was made like seven years ago. Yeah, a long time Gosh, ago. dude. I was, Before Despicable Me 3 came out. I was 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like way more recent. I'm trying to think. When did the first Despicable Me came out? Because 
I think that was 2010. That had to be. Because I was rewatching it the other day. Uh, yeah, did I show you this? Yeah, you sent it to John me. Mayer's going to be on Impractical Jokers. That's awesome. Anyways, this. I'm fairly positive it was 2010. If I think but you're that's right. Five 2010. Years. Yeah. 12 years ago, man. Mm. I was five that's... years old. Oh, my goodness, man. That's. That's insane. It doesn't even feel like Mm-mm. it, man. See, we were supposed to be happy talking about minions, and now we're looking back. On now that. we're just like, man, oh, dude, man. time is flying by. Um, Don't think about Despicable Me. It'll, it'll make you sad. Yeah. Uh, minions 3 is, or Despicable Me 4, one of the two, is supposed to come out 2024, I think, mm-hmm. July 3rd. So they've already planned it. I love that, dude, because they they have a money maker and they. Oh know yeah, it. dude! Everybody loves the minions. You can't go wrong. I mean, literally, the minion. You could just have a minion saying gibberish, and people Minion-ese. are gonna love it. Like, gosh, that was such a good movie. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's break it down. Let's break it down scene for scene. <laughs> we we open in the minion. <laughs> we open in this motorcycle chase. Yeah. And you don't know who this mysterious lady is until she pulls up into the record shop and you learn that her name is Bell Bottom. Right. I thought it was cool they picked that like all the little like Easter eggs that were in the movie, oh, yeah. like Vector, Vector's dad, the Scarlet Overkill lunchbox, all that stuff. Yeah. And, um Young Doctor Nefario. Yeah, that was so cool. I was so happy. Like it's Doctor Nefario. Yeah. Um, also, the whole auto and the motorcycle dude scene. That, that was, was fun. so cool. Yep. I love that. See you later, soul brother. I was we like, oh legit, God. at the beginning, we're like, Otto's so dumb. Yeah. And we just grew to love him. I'm like, I definitely shit. grew to love Otto. I hated him at first. I was like, wow, they don't, why do they have to bring in a fat minion? You didn't have yeah. to bring in a fat minion. But I'm glad they did. And yep. I thought, I honestly thought Otto was going to die just because we had never seen him before. Yep. Honestly, I, I like, thought, He's gotta die. um, I thought he was going to have to fight the motorcycle dude because he just walked away with the necklace. Yeah. I was like, I think something bad's about to happen. Nah. He just. He traded the necklace for a pet rock. Yeah. That was so funny to me, dude. The pet rock. I got you something. (laughs) Or in the mirror. Here's your birthday present. What is it? A pet rock. Gosh. Oh, man. But there were so many butts, too. Yeah. I think. I liked all the villains. Mm-hmm. I, think the, the, I didn't like the claw guy. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But at the same time, like they never really got like a showcase. You just kind of saw the bell bottom. But I thought all the names, or not all the names, but majority of the names were kind of funny. Really just nunchucks <laughs> and bell bottom. <laughs> that was like, nunchucks, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just so funny because like... She's a bad guy, but like she's a nun. That's the like, first thing I laughed at was when I saw the name mm-hmm. Nunchucks. <laughs> yep. And like the other ones are just kind of like Roller Dude or whatever. Yeah. So just, and Wild Knuckles. Yeah. Wild Knuckles? <laughs> oh my you gosh, I can't wild wait. Knuckles? I can't wait to I fake watched my a, death. <laughs> just I watched like uh, Steve Carell on the Jimmy Fallon show and he like showed the difference between older Grew and young Grew and how he does his voice. Uh, is it just his voice? Like, mm-hmm. You don't use like helium or anything? Mm-mm. It's yeah. just his voice. I mean, I can go try to find it. I That's think impressive. I saved it. I'm not sure. But yeah, it was really cool. Um, 
Like it, he just like went from one voice to the other voice, and that's cool. If I those are my audios, here it is. Yeah, I did save it. Just gotta let it load now. But yeah, there's on Dylan. Uh, oh, it's his birthday. Could you leave a messages group? Hey, Dylan. I hope you have a terrible birthday. Be a good kid and brush your teeth. And and I remember, so the mom called me the day after and said, you know what? He he looked at me after I played that message and said, Mom, see, he's real. Oh, he see. Real. Like, that's the coolest thing. Uh, in this one, you play Gru uh, at like a 12-year-old or an 11-year-old. Yeah. And uh, how did you find that voice, the younger? Oh, girl? it was so, so difficult, Jimmy. <laughs> like how do I do yeah, that? How do you do it? Uh, oh, I'll go from this to that. <laughs> it's so difficult. Like I love Steve. He's gotta Carell, do that man. for like an hour. Yeah, Steve Carell is awesome, man. I love the uh, where they got him to do the office lines and the groove voice. Yeah, I love him, man. Um. But yeah, that's Minions. Not sure if it's supposed I to make like, you happy or sad, but... What I wasn't crazy about in Minions was like the Zodiac mystical necklace turning them into like... Animals. Animals. Yeah. And I told you that because I was like, I mean, Despicable Me 3 had like a giant robot. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's plausible. Despicable Me 2, they're in like Mexico and had to fight a luchador guy. It's like, <laughs> like that one's just a funny watch and like the first one was all like high tech gadgets so it's like yeah this is all kind of real and then they go back to like the 70s and it's kung fu and it's mystic stuff i'm like yeah this is just kind of i like it's it, cool but my favorite despicable me anything is still despicable me too just because he joined the anti-villain league and it was the funniest one to me too funny yeah. because like margo's trying to get a boyfriend <laughs> he's like no no like it, turn his head yeah that way it was so funny because the the boy was just like um and one day i'll have to play video games for a living yeah. and now people do that yeah i was like yeah, they were just trying to make fun of people of video gamers and i'm like eat it but yep. no so what a that's plus that had the best soundtrack pharrell williams did a great job pharrell williams that. always delivers yeah him. because happy was like the most played song forever Mm-hmm. And then a cloud away is popular now again. I don't know why it took however many years it did for that song to get popular, but that song's finally popular and it's a great song. I didn't but, really like three. I didn't either. Three, like the Probably brother and all that. Yeah, I thought they'd mention him or something in this one, but they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Wild Knuckles was going to be Gru's father. Yep. I'm like, I rewatched the first one, and like when it shows Gru as a kid, they had a way bigger house yeah. than like what they actually had. I was like, Mom. But I guess it could make sense now. Mom. Because like the house gets like torn up. I do the rocket, I'm going <laughs> to take to space. Eh. I built the prototype out of macaroni. I built the actual rocket. Yep. Eh. I'm so glad his mom kept neglecting. Yeah. Where is your sign? How should I know? Yeah. <laughs> Where is Gru? How should I know? Oh, man. That's so funny. <laughs> Release your inner beast. That's the part that made me laugh the hardest. Yep. Oh, but, yeah. No. No. Ha ha. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, hello. Or bello. Uh, karate for uh, smoocha smoocha. <laughs> <laughs> 
That part was so funny. And she just like looks at him. <laughs> Stewart was so funny in that movie. He picks up Kevin and started yeah. banging him over the wall. Yeah. Oh man, what a movie! Man, the y'all. If it was y'all kind can't... of a bummer though, because like that never, like all their karate stuff never got like really put to use. Yeah, because they're like gonna use it to break out Groot, and then Wild Knuckles was like, "Yeah, well, I need a sidekick." Oh man, what? If you guys can't tell, the whirlwind of emotions that is Minions: Rise of Groot. We started out sad, and now we're just laughing over the movie. But yeah. I think that's pretty much it for Rise of Gru. I think so. Do we want to give it a score? We didn't score sure. Elvis. Well, let's do it. Um, um, if you want to go off like one that's already given, IGN, which I like IGN more than like Rotten Tomatoes or anything, mm-hmm. they gave it a five out of ten. And they're for recently, Elvis, uh, for Gru, for Gru, Rise no. of Gru, which is kind of fair if you just take like memes and stuff aside. You know, if you actually just kind of focus it focus on it as a movie is I don't kind of, that's it's fair like, at all if you focus well, on it their as a movie. reasoning was like you know for a movie that's like i guess subtitled or even titled the rise of Gru, it doesn't really focus on him like focus on him it's split like three ways but i'm like oh you know that, okay. i guess that's fair you know it's the minions uh, movie but yeah like if, like just me personally just watching it for enjoyment and I'll, i mean i'd watch it again and i liked it uh i'd probably give it probably eight out of ten Sure. Just because I still have the, I just have that gripe with like the mystic stuff, mm-hmm. but like that's still like that's not that's not enough to knock it down by, like a four. Yeah, I'm with you there. Eight out of ten, nine out of ten. Great movie. I mean, yeah. obviously it's not going to be like a top ten movie for me. No. You know, I don't think there could be an animated movie that's a top ten movie for me unless it's just like Into like the Spider Verse or something yeah. like that. But man, it was a great movie, great watch, something I would definitely watch again. It it made me laugh, and yeah. that was the point of the movie. It was supposed to make you yeah. laugh. So yeah, um, sure, great movie. As for Elvis, man, I'm giving Elvis an eight out of ten. I thought it was very good. Other than like I said, some cinematic choices I wouldn't yeah. have made. Um, I thought this. I mean, obviously it's a true story. I thought it was casted very well, mm-hmm. and the performance that each of the actors gave was phenomenal and. You know, I think they did a great job of telling their uh, Elvis's story. Yeah, and great movie. I'll probably give it the same or like seven, seven, mm-hmm. eight. Uh, it's just, I mean, I don't know that I'd ever go back and watch it unless like it comes out. Yeah, and I like, well, I want to catch like what they said at certain parts and so subtitles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably just a seven, seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. I've been trying for the longest time to watch the Black Phone. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm not I'm doing just it. like, I can't. I, I, it's not that I can't, but it's like I don't know what I'd be getting myself into. Like, I'm telling I'm myself, just, I'm not, a, I'm not like a horror movie guy. Like, I don't think I've ever actually watched a horror movie. I watched this uh, thriller the other night, last night in mm-hmm. Soho on HBO Max. Yeah, that I've been looking cool. into that. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about watching it. So it's, not, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's got really cool. It's got a really good soundtrack. I only watched it because the director did Baby Driver. Yeah, there's Baby nothing to like besides just perfect soundtracks. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, what am I doing today? Nothing. I could go watch the Black Phone, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't like. No one's. 
I don't know of anyone that want to go watch it with me. Count me out, bud. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Caleb doesn't like horror movies. Most everyone else is out of town, so yeah, maybe another time. Are you going to go see Nope when it comes out? I don't know. That one's not really a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's like alien abducted stuff. Yeah, there's an actual really flying saucer. I mean, it's just... It's not what you'd expect from Jordan Peele because he did Us and like Get Out, which are like critically acclaimed horror movies, and mm-hmm. this one just kind of looks like eh, a yeah. com- a comedic horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So I probably won't. Um. So did you see the trailer for B.J. Novak's new movie? Do yes, you know this dude. That it's movie, murder looks, mystery. It looks so yeah. good, man. Is that like theaters or streaming? Do you know? I think it's theaters, but I'll look it up to make sure. I looked at my uh, my Peacock today, and I saw that they have bad the bad guys on it. I'm like, I might have to watch that. Yeah. Let's see. And there's some cool video games coming out. For sure. They're making a RoboCop game. Are they first, really? Yeah, first-person shooter. is called RoboCop Rogue City. I was looking at, like, I saw this video. It was, like, top 10 superhero, because, you know, I'm a nerd. It was top 10 superhero video games you need to keep an eye out for. Yeah. There were some of them that weren't really like superhero games. Like I had God of War Ragnarok. I was like, that's not uh, not really superhero, but you know. Vengeance is releasing in select US theaters on July 29th. Cool. And it's rated R. Oh, wow. I did not know it was going to be rated R. I'm Vengeance. I'm Vengeance. Um, Caleb's going to be expecting a Batman movie. (laughs) Yeah. What's this B.J. Novak Vengeance movie? B.J. Um, Novak is Batman? I'll go watch that Batman movie. It'd probably, like... I don't even know, like, what you get out of it. A B.J. Novak Batman movie? Nothing. He's a... B.J. Novak's a comedy writer. Yep. But... There's, like, something else. There's something... I was supposed to be coming out, but it was, like, select theaters, because it's mainly... Oh, uh... The Gray Man, mm-hmm. Chris Evans and Ryan yeah. Gosling, yeah. which I'm excited for that one. Me too. Comes out the 15th, I think, yeah. or 17th, one of those two. Uh, Knobs Out 2, I think, is releasing. The Glass Onion. Couple. The Glass Onion. Yeah. Let me see when that release is. But... And that's going to be on Netflix because they bought yeah. it. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to like try as hard since it was like. It says summer of 2022. Yeah. So that's got to, it's got to be close. I mean, summer's almost over, but super excited for Knobs Out too. Oh, if you if you look at like summer break type, because summer I guess doesn't yeah. technically end, like season wise to like August maybe, mm-hmm. or like the end of August, and then it's fall. Yeah, and it's winter then spring. Yeah, but we mentioned a couple of murder mysteries, and I finally watched Murdered on the Orient Express. Did you like that one? That one's more uh, like in depth than right Death on the Nile. For sure. See, I did not know that Death on the Nile was like the sequel to that movie. Yeah. Well, they're based on books. Yeah. There's actually multiple uh, Hercule Poirot yeah. tales, I mm-hmm. guess. I know. I never watched the original uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and I never read the book. Yeah. But I was so you watching. the new one? Mm-hmm. The newer one with Johnny Depp and stuff? I was watching this. I don't know how it came up on my YouTube. This dude, like, I took a trip on the, like, the actual Orient Express. Oh, cool. And he talked about, like, he him and his wife had watched the movie. 
And I looked at the cast for that movie, and I was like, holy crap, Daisy Ridley, William Dafoe, Johnny Depp, Michelle Pfeiffer, yep. Leslie Odom Jr. Like, the list just kept going on. Like, and I was like, I've got to watch this. It's a murder mystery, and look at this cast. Like, it's insane. I, those movies are tricky because, like, the first one definitely had a bigger cast than the second one. For like, sure. it had Gal Gadot, but, like, yeah. she gets killed off. Um. Just because, like, those movies, I don't know how well they do, like, box office-wise, but I know, like, scoring-wise, they don't usually go good. But that's yeah. just because, like, people nowadays don't want to watch, like, detectives actually piece stuff together. They just want, like, the ending yeah. to know, like... See, I love, like, I love that kind of stuff. Kind of, like... Yeah. I hate just to say intelligent and, like, call people who don't watch it, like, dumb, but, like, intelligent yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Murder on the Orient Express... I know, like, the writers obviously didn't write the ending. Yeah. It was the same ending as the book. I love it's a and... twist, dude. Like, you don't... Yeah. Because I didn't read the book either, and I watched it, and I was like, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the biggest murder mystery twists of all time. Like, the book... Like, the book... The movie is almost, like, exactly similar yeah. to the book. They changed a couple of characters, but... um, I mean, definitely I didn't see, like... I'm not going to spoil it for everybody... I don't know. It's been out a while. Yeah, now. I'll spoil it. Who cares? Um, I wasn't <laughs> I mean, expecting. We kind of spoiled Elvis and yeah. Minions. Those have been out for a while. Say, I wasn't newer. I wasn't expecting it to be like an everybody thing. Yeah. But I also didn't like that it was an everybody thing. I was really hoping it was going to be a one person. Yeah. Like job, and I thought the scene was cool when Michelle Pfeiffer tried to grab the pistol and kill herself, and there wasn't a bullet in it because yeah. like. Just showed how smart the detective was. And um the beginning scene was cool when he was when he found out who stole the artifact at the beginning of the movie and he put his yeah. like pole in the hole and the guy ran back and but yeah, I mean I didn't like that it was an everybody thing. That was the one part I was like, ah, oh, really? That's how it yeah. ends because I'll I'd much rather it be like a one person gets found out type of thing. But all in all, it was a very well made movie and uh fantastic cast mm-hmm. that's the thing a cast like that does not get together to do a movie unless they read the script and they all just are in love with it yeah. so it obviously shows or you they're getting paid like a lot yeah and i don't know what the budget was for that movie yeah. like i don't know like did you watch death on the Nile? i have not uh, yet i'm going to it's on yeah. hbo max uh, i just but i don't know what their like return rate is like how, yeah. like how much was put into it versus how much they got out of it because like, okay, so the budget was fifty five million, for that kind of cast with that many Academy Award winners, that's not a, like a a lot of money that yeah. per each actor because they also have to pay for crew and sets and all that stuff. So obviously the cat, all the cast really just had to love that script for yeah. all of them to come together and do that because. I mean- or well, Daisy Ridley was still kind of new to the game with that, so that might have just mm-hmm. been like this was it some was of right it after made, Star yeah, Wars release. It might have just been like that. still her like trying to get her name out there, mm-hmm. and some of the actors maybe just having a liking to the book or so, like you know like yeah. So yeah, they probably there's it was mainly most likely just an enjoyment of the script or the book mm-hmm. itself, and then it was also probably just like some personal entertainment value. Yeah. I'm sure they like had to make Johnny Depp the character that dies early because they probably couldn't have afforded to keep him. Yeah. In the whole Same movie. Same with like. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. So. Never mind. <laughs> Good dough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Murder on the Express, I was thought it was a good movie. 
great watch. I'd watch it again. Um, not my favorite murder mystery movie. That still probably belongs to Knives Out. Or murder mystery. I like Knives Out better than murder mystery. <laughs> murder mystery was great though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's just a fun watch. Yeah. Of. Knives Out is just it's also funny. Yeah. And it's better like story wise and actor wise. No, I don't know about actor wise. I mean. Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, that's hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely do Knobs Out over Murder Mystery. but And we'll see about Knobs Out too, which maybe... I'm interested as the title's Glass Onion. That's mm-hmm. what I'm... It's funny because it's like almost it's like not the same family. It's just the same detective, and yeah, I like that. Like uh, like Murder on the Orange. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it follows the detectives. Story. Yeah. But I think... Uh, the girl's gonna come back. The one who got to keep the house. Yeah, but I'm, I don't remember. I know. I don't uh, know. what's her face? I can't. Remember. Madeline Klein. Yeah, she'll be in it. Um, which that's another thing. I feel like Netflix could be kind of limiting themselves to bigger names mm-hmm. since they bought it, and they might want to keep it kind of localized with their yeah. actors and stuff. They're bringing back James Bond though, so yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I was really looking forward to another Knobs Out theater release, though, because yeah. I have not seen a murder mystery in theaters in, like, forever. And I guess Vengeance will be the first one I've seen in a long time. But I watched Death on the Nile in theaters with Did Matthew. You? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Did think you... that, that was the night we were supposed to podcast, but we didn't. Yeah. Did you like Death on the Nile better than Orient Express? No. No. I just liked Orient Express. It's just yeah. the train and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of caught like that's another thing. Like, I sat there and I was watching Death of the Nile, and I think we're like 15 20 minutes in, and I kind of already predicted it. Yeah, I didn't predict like all the details and what was going to happen and stuff, but I sat there, I was like, I feel like I know who's who did it, and I was right. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, well, but that's also kind of fun because it's kind of like you testing yourself to see if you could get it. Well, that yeah, early that's on. Why I love, that's why I love murder mystery movies yeah. because it's like something you can. That's probably why I hated the not uh, murder on the Orient Express movie. I didn't hate hated the ending. Yeah. Because I was like, I know who did it. I know who did it. And Leslie yeah. Odom Jr. or no, not Leslie Odom Jr. Daisy Ridley was like admitting to it, and I was like, Yeah, I caught it. And then everyone did it, and I was like, yeah. Dang it! <laughs> no, <laughs> I kind of caught it. Yeah. I was, uh, I was ten percent right. Yeah. That was uh that was me and Matthew like I had already figured out who the killer was yeah and he turns to me he's like dude I think I know who it is and I was like all right who is it and he kind of like whispers because we didn't want to ruin yeah. other people's watching of it and we got to the end and he was like half right I was like well I, I was a hundred percent right I was, I was like that's why I'm Batman and you're Robin I was half right on murder mystery um. I knew well, that it was, was kind of yeah predictable. I had Grace Butler. I was like, yeah, that's for sure, her. But I did not know that the race car driver was part of it. Yeah, that was my one thing. I missed that. But how did we even get here? <laughs> I have no idea. I think movies are coming out. Yeah, we talked about Vengeance and then yeah. dives out. And like speaking of murder mysteries, Orient Yep. Because I watched that a couple nights ago. But yeah. I think that kind of like sums up yeah. this episode. All right. Um, 
Will you, do you have a final statement about your excitement for Thor: Love and Thunder? Dude, we also got to pick a time out to go. There's a th- there's three twenty five and seven. Yeah, I was looking at AMC just because I was like, do I want to drive all the way out there? Like that's two hours away for a two hour movie, and then two hours back. That's six hours of my day for one movie. Taking in the account of wanting to stop and eat somewhere semi nice, I guess. Oh, yeah. oh it's a three forty five. Three forty five. Yeah. I thought it was three twenty five. Um, I don't care. I'll watch either. I think 345, if there's merch, would be safer because you'd be like, right. when we watch Batman, like they had the popcorn tin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, get, we get out earlier, we get to talk about it. More. Yeah, that's true. So, 345? 345 sounds good to me. We're gonna watch Thor. It's kind of sort of an open invitation. Yeah, come, but... come, <laughs> come talk with us about the movie. But you gotta pay for your own ticket because. We're not big enough yet. <laughs> we will be. We'll rent out a movie theater for like yeah. whenever they do the West Coast Avengers. We'll <laughs> yeah, we'll buy everyone's tickets. But yeah, speaking of you know big stuff, you know next episode we got a big announcement to make. Oh, for sure, huge announcement. Huge, huge, huge announcement. Huge, huge. huge. Next episode's also the season finale. Way to spoil it, God. Oh, <laughs> you're right. That's my bad. Anyway, keep your ears open for that one. Yeah. Big and next episode we'll be breaking down, discussing, reviewing Thor Love and Thunder. And if it's as beautiful as we're hoping it is, yeah. it'll, it could take a while. Yeah, for sure. And then it's big big announcement and also season two finale. Yeah. You got anything left to say? It's been a sweet ride. Um, <laughs> it's not even over, but the ride just continues. Oh, uh, for sure. We started in the Gulf of Mexico and now we're boating. So we're probably we're probably in we're India boating. by now. I don't know. Nice. I want you know what we should do? We should go calculate like the average speed of a boat. Multiply it and then or whatever by the time of like how long each episode is. Yeah, and see yeah. where we would be at if we were just Well you also have to take boat. into account like the starting point. Yeah. How much fuel you have <laughs> and all that good stuff. True. Well, we're going to get someone to do the math. We're going to figure out like where we are exactly on the earth from the starting point. And we're going to keep the show going until we have circled around. Yeah, for sure. That's a good idea. I'm such a good idea, man. Good idea, man. Good idea, man. Light bulb. Light bulb. All right. Well, signing off from Tuners on a Boat, I'm Caleb Griffin. And I'm Evan Lytle. And we'll see you guys in the next one.